Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bulger Sports Podcast. This is episode 14. The Bulger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, the Plumlee Real Estate Group. The Plumlee Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. I'm Michael Williams. Michael Kano, what's up, buddy? How is everyone doing today? Bulger Sports Podcast back with you. Episode 14. Episode 14. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm, I'm uh, recovering from a cold. Oh, but I'm good. Did it all that. catch up with you? It caught up with me. It yeah. finally caught up yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. The fi- yeah. Finally. I knew that like, I was just super busy the last six weeks and I've been mm-hmm. in like ministry long enough to know that like my body can run off adrenaline for like sure. six weeks. And then when I look at like, oh, I've got an empty week here where stuff's going to slow down. I was like, I know I'm, I know I'm getting sick. Sure. I'm getting sick that week. Yeah. And I just knew I was looking at this week for the last six weeks. I've been looking at it going, I'm going to get a cold. I'm going to get a cold that week. Yeah. You're predicting it. Mm-hmm. You can almost it, guarantee it. And it happened. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah. not only that, I mean, we've just had a crazy fall sports, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. regiment. And so that's winding down and now we're transitioning. It's that weird spot. Mm-hmm. Get sick for a little bit and then we'll yeah. be right back on our horses. I had a good weekend though, sports wise. Did you? Uh, well. Was it much better than the a couple 49ers weekends ago? dominated. <laughs> Start off Friday night, Arizona Wildcats beat Duke at Duke. Big. Oh man. Yeah. So you and I were in the booth. We were calling the Groover Shamrock game yeah. for the yeah. playoffs because they I were playing that, their first round here at yeah, Bulldog Stadium. I did Stadium. have the Duke game on the computer And you the had the time. Duke game <laughs> and it was hard not to watch Duke, it. It was so good there at the end. Yeah, yeah, it, I was distracted uh, from yeah. the, from the Groover Shamrock game by the Arizona game, definitely. But Arizona look, I got to say, man, they look good. They look good. They moved up. Did you see they moved up to number three? Saw that. Yeah. So saw that, and understandable. Oh yeah. I mean, you knock off the number two team in the nation. Yeah. At yeah, home, you got to get a jump. Yeah. yeah. At home, that's well, correct. at Duke. Not at Duke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah away for the not Cats. an easy place to play. Not nope. an easy place to Mm-mm. win. Coach K was there. <laughs> Sitting there looking he was all sitting sad. sitting in the stands. With his wife looking all sad. A little rat face. Lit. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I like Coach K. I like Coach K. I don't. Uh, anyway. Tina Sims loves Duke basketball. Oh, does she? Oh, she's all about the fundamentals and mm. catching and passing with two hands. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She she loves her mm-hmm. some Duke basketball. Sure. You'll have to let her have it when you see her. Okay. I will. Bear down, cats. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, man, we got... We got stuff to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. We got border sports to talk about. We have border so, sports to talk about. We sure do. Let's get going on yeah, this thing. So we'll going. start with the rundown, sponsored by Mandalorian t-shirts. Oh yeah, my shirt. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Or Spindrift water. Spindrift water. Yeah. Tastes horrible with a cough drop. It sure does. <laughs> anyway, here we go. The rundown. <laughs> so we're going to start off with wrestling season. It is in, in action officially, and this last weekend, our wrestlers went to Dumas for the Dumas Takedown Tournament. Takedown tournaments are always fun, because at a takedown tournament, second and third period, no one starts on bottom. Everyone starts standing up from the feet. Okay. So you're going to see a takedown every nice. single period. That sounds so awesome. So they go to the takedown tournament. Lila Breedlove, uh, freshman, comes in fourth place, 114-pound division in the B section. Julia Stevens, we talked about her in the last mm-hmm. podcast, how she's going to be one of our leaders coming back from a state bid. Got first place, very difficult 145-pound A division. Brianna Chavez got fourth place in the 185-pound division A. Uh, Mindy Johnson got second place in 185 pounds B. And then Ariana Chavez, another state placer. Third place in the 235-pound 
A division. And on the boys' side, Juan Carmona got him a place as well. Got fourth place and 144 pounds in the B division. Right on. Wrestling's going to be a difficult. If you've ever looked at the wrestling district, we carry about 12 teams. I'm trying to remember who all we have, but it is a ridiculously big district. Yeah, sounds like a lot. And you got to wrestle hard to get through there. So mm-hmm. great job to these boys and girls starting off yeah, really strong. Basketball's already in swing. Borger basketball for the high school. The girls played this last Friday night, and they beat River Road 58-32. to 32. We All did right. not get any individual stats, but we do know that the girls performed well. They won on the boards. They had like 45 rebounds total. They shot nice. 28% from the floor, 24% from the arc, okay. and then 46% from the line. Not amazing. But it's a good start, especially from the three-point line there. I know that they're going to want to shoot better than 46% from the free-throw line. Mm -hmm. But we're talking early in the season. They've had one scrimmage, two games now. So they got to win. Yeah. That's important. All right. Hey, we've got an ad read here. We're going to do – we've got uh, late bloomers. Are you guys feeling overwhelmed by the holiday rush? I am. You are. Late bloomers is here for you. The late bloomers elves are ready to come and deck the halls of your home. This holiday season, let them do their festive magic while you're at work or shopping and come home to your winter wonderland. The best part is they can use your own decorations or you can provide them with a theme and they will bring all new decor and decorate your home with them. Tasha and Gina would love to decorate your home or office. Just give them a call at 806-886-4912. Late Bloomers can also help you with your holiday shopping. Late Bloomers not only creates beautiful flower arrangements and table centerpieces, they also specialize in making custom gift baskets for men, women, and children for all occasions. They can even create a -a one-of-a-kind gift basket for your favorite teacher. Late Bloomers will also be offering gift wrapping all season long. So make sure you visit the ladies at Late Bloomers located at 530 Main Street here in Borger. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and on Saturdays from 10 to 2 p.m. The ladies, thank you for your continued business and want to encourage everyone to support our Borger hometown small businesses and shop local this holiday season. Question. Yeah. Can late bloomers (laughs) get me out of trouble with my wife for not doing the dishes? Absolutely. Hey. They sure can. That's a good service right in itself right there. Yeah. Just call them up. And be like, hey, listen, Gina, Tasha, I'm in the doghouse. Yeah. Um, I didn't do the dishes or whatever. Have you ever forgot to do something when you said you would do it? And then all of a sudden, like an hour later, like, oh, I was supposed to do that, wasn't I? <clears throat> I'm a perfect husband. I've never. I aspire to be you. Yeah, no, sure. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, you just call There's up. something about getting asked to do something that if I'm not completely interested in, I just forget. Like, it just leaves my uh-huh. mind. I think that's just human nature. Is it? Is uh-huh. that what it is? For guys, I think maybe so, but uh, yeah, I think you just call them up and be like, "Hey, I, I need I need some flowers for Abby." Yeah, and, make uh, it up perfect, you know. Or, yeah, or a gift basket or whatever. That's right. Could you could you drop it off to her at the school? And here, could you write this in a little note for me? Mm-hmm. Make it look pretty, mm-hmm. too. and then Abby will come good home. Good handwriting that night with a smile on her face, and then it's all good. It's all good. Late bloomers, answers for everything. Yeah. Hit them up. Saving marriages. I like it. There we go. Doing the well, Lord's work. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> One bad husband at a time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, so here we go. Frank Phillips College is yes. also in action, Michael. And you are going to be our frontline reporter for FBC basketball this season. Sure. I'll try. Give I'll us my the best. update. What All do right. you got? We got a lot, man. I got a lot. So this last weekend, <laughs> uh, Frank Phillips men basketball 
Uh, on Thursday, the 9th, they Plainsmen lost to Cochise College 84 to 62. Uh, the stat leaders for the Plainsmen in that game were guard Anthony Walters. He had 12 points. Guard Benny Kazadi had nine rebounds. And point guard Adonis Dunn had six assists. Okay. Uh, so basically, the story of that game was shooting. Gotcha. Uh, they lost the shooting battle 56% to 40%. And and they shot even worse from three. It was 44% to 17% from three. Shot 17% for the three-point line. Yeah, struggling. 17% from yeah. three, just struggling. Yeah. Um, and they also lost that turnover battle. So they had six more turnovers than Cochise College. So with that shooting difference and the turnover difference, I'm sure. Mean, I mean, you saw it's a 22-point game. Yeah. So those extra possessions and better shooting percentage, I mean, you're going to you're gonna lose every time. Yeah. Um, and on Friday, the next day, they had a game to, they lost to number 17, Snow College. Snow, Snow College is ranked number 17. It's at the Gila Monster shootout. They lost 84 to 67. The Gila Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so the stat leaders for the Plainsmen in that game was guard Jabari Harris. He had 16 points. Uh, Wing Thompson Kamara had five rebounds and point guard Adonis Dunn had five assists. Um, you know, again, kind of the shooting percentage difference there. They shot 46%. Snow shot 59% from the field. Mm. Um, and so they were also out-rebounded uh, 29 to two again, kind of an extra possession thing combined with the shooting percentage. Sure. Difference. Um, you know, they were even in turnovers. They shot a little bit better from three in that game. So I think just like getting better on the boards clean, and shooting better. Yeah. You know, um, just early again, in the season, you think just, just I guess needing I, to, so to get more reps. What yeah, do you think? I mean, I haven't seen them play yet. Okay. Gotcha. So, so I haven't, yeah. these were all away games. So I haven't seen them play. I'm going to go, we're recording this on Tuesday. So yeah. this will come out tomorrow, Wednesday, so we'll update you on the next podcast about tonight's game because it's going to come out. So I'm going to go to the game tonight. We'll both be there. Yeah, you're going to go too. Okay, I'll be there sweet. too. All right. Um, we'll, uh, we'll be at the game tonight and we'll kind of get our first chance to kind of see him in person. Sure, yeah. And see what it looks like. New coach, you know, lots of turnover on the roster. Um, there's, I think there's one or two guys on the roster from last year. Okay. So just, a lot of new beginnings. Yeah, a lot of new beginnings. Sure. So um, and beginning of the season, you know, and then on Saturday, uh, they closed out the Gila Monster shootout with, unfortunately, another loss to Eastern Arizona, 73-50. to 50. Uh, The stat leaders for the Plainsmen uh, was Wing Thompson-Kamara. He had 16 points. Uh, center, Mark Kadich, I think that's how you say it. Looks right. I'll get, I'll get a... I'll get a I'm going to talk to Chris Proc, the, the announcer there. Okay. I'm, yeah. going get, I'm going to get the exact pronunciations on the names from him next time I see him. So we'll get that right. But he had six rebounds. Okay. And then point guard Adonis Dunn, he had four assists. And uh, again, team shooting stats kind of tell the story on that game. Sure. Uh, they only shot 29% from the field. Mm. And yeah. So, uh, and, and 23% from three. So, and they also only made 50% of their free throws in that game. So just overall, not a great shooting performance. Against Eastern Arizona. Uh, yeah. But hopefully coming home, you know, they're coming home tonight. They're coming home for a little bit. And they can get right, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So through five games, the Plainsmen are two and three. And uh, they're on a three-game losing streak. But they're, they're averaging, they're only averaging like 62.8 points per game. And they're giving up like 75.3. So we'll see them. See they got, I think they got to really improve their shooting. Yeah, it looks like some early season struggles right now in the, in the, on the shooting side of it, mm-hmm. and there's going to be some consistency. Uh, I'm sure that there's going to be some adjustment to what kind of offense is being run. Is that creating good looks? Is it creating open shots? Again, we haven't gotten to see yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, percentages look a little bit low, and that's usually the indication mm-hmm. if you're shooting pretty poorly from the field, 
But what we're also seeing here is the free throw percentage is also low. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're shooting 40 to 50% of free throws, you know, it could just yeah. be some early season struggles. Got to get a lot of reps in, a mm-hmm. lot of shots early on yeah. in practice just to get that fluidity going. Right. Yeah, I was looking at the assist number, team assist numbers. The assist numbers are pretty low too. Gotcha. And so now there's two sides to that. Are the assists low because guys are not hitting open shots because they're shooting percentages down? Sure. Or is their shooting percentage down because guys aren't finding the open man? Gotcha. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I guess we'll find out tonight when we see him in person. Finally. Yeah, I'm, exi- I'm excited to see him. So, yeah, me I'm, too. I'm excited to go to Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to update you too on the FPC Lady Plainsman basketball. Uh, I don't have the stats like I do for the men's games, but they are currently 2-1 and one, uh, with wins against Western Oklahoma State College and Wayland Baptist. And they have one loss to Northern Oklahoma College Enid. So they're 2-1, and one, the Lady Plainsman. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we got to come up too, right? Let's start talking about what we got coming up up. here in the near future. The come up, starting with wrestling. They will be traveling to West Plains for their first tri-meet of the season. And they'll be going against West Plains and Pampa. That will be this Saturday. Matches starting at 9 a.m. at West Plains if you're in Amarillo. Then they'll have a little Thanksgiving break, a little turkey and stuffing. And then when they get back, which I say that wrestlers never get a lot of turkey and stuffing. They got to keep weight. You know what I'm saying? Keep that Beautiful figure going on, that wrestling figure. Then you get back, and they're going to have a tri-meet on Tuesday, the 28th, against Boys Ranch and Bushland, and I believe that'll be at Boys Ranch. Basketball's back in action. The JV girls will be in Amarillo this weekend for a JV Amarillo tournament, and then they'll return on November the 28th after the Thanksgiving break, and that's where they will resume action at Groover, and that'll be okay. JV and Varsity both there. The boys will be in Paladero for a scrimmage this Friday, and the JV will be in the Tascosa JV tournament, so they'll both be in Amarillo. And then the boys will open at home on Tuesday the 21st against Spearman, and that'll be our JV and varsity uh, teams. The games will start at 5.30 p.m. at Texana Gymnasium. And then on a side note, soccer practices have officially started this week. And so... We'll be looking at soccer season getting going. All They'll right. probably start games in December. All right. I'm excited about that. Here's Absolutely. What's going on, on the pitch. Huh? That's right. Sweet. Uh, Frank Phillips basketball. Uh, the men on Tuesday, the 11-14, they will be at home. That's uh, against Garden City College. It's seven, that's tonight. But like, we'll update you on the... Uh, I guess you guys are going to miss that one if you're just hearing about it right now. But if you're at the game, cool. But, <laughs> if you just uh, heard we'll up, it, you missed a yeah, good game. Yeah, if you just heard it, you've missed a good game. <laughs> we'll update you on that on the following, the next podcast uh, on the results on that one and all these. But uh, on Friday, eleven this next Friday on the 17th, they'll be playing Trinidad State College. That's an away game. It's a neutral site game. It's going to be at 8 p.m. And then on Saturday, the 18th, the next day, they'll be against Otero College at 2 p.m. Uh, I believe both these games are at Air Force Prep. Neutral site games. Uh, okay. But the, the Trinidad State College game didn't list the actual site. They both just said neutral site. So, okay, gotcha. I assume because they're back-to-back, they're at some type of tournament or something tournament like that. Something yeah, like sure, that. absolutely. Um, and then next weekend, uh, the Plainsmen will be hosting the Plainsmen Thanksgiving Classic Friday and Saturday. So that'll be here in Burger. Make sure you get out to those games on the 24th and 25th. That's Friday and Saturday. So on Friday at 8 p.m., They'll be playing Ranger College, and on Saturday at 3 p.m., they'll be playing Strength and Motion Academy. Yeah. 
Okay. So if you need a break after all that Thanksgiving turkey, mm-hmm. you need to get out, do a little Black Friday shopping, mm-hmm. stop by FPC, go watch some basketball. Yeah. That'll be a great Black Friday mm-hmm. break. Yeah, and we'll report to you on those games. Those games will, I'll be there probably for both of them if I yeah, can be. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the Lady Plainsmen, they also play Tuesday. So we'll update you. That's tonight. Uh, which, if you're listening to the podcast, you missed it. But it's against Northwest Kansas Tech. We'll let you know how that game turned out. And then on Friday, on the 17th, at 6 p.m., they'll be at Trinidad, Trinidad State College in the Trinidad State Classic. And again, the same day, same tournament, uh, the next day on Saturday, the 18th, they'll be playing Air Force Prep. And then on Monday, the 27th, they'll be at Wayland Baptist. Yeah. And if you're wondering why we're telling you about Games that are going to be on the 24th, the 25th, and the 27th of November. It's because next week's Thanksgiving week. Oh. So we will not be having a podcast next week. We'll be on break next week. I'm heartbroken. Yeah. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. I'm sorry. Everyone might need a break from us for a week. Yeah. They might need to know what it feels like to miss us. Sure. To miss. I don't know about that. Our voices. Yeah. But I'll be out of town visiting family, so <laughs> you're gonna be having a good time. So we can't record. That's right. And then, uh, but we'll be back in action the yeah, week after Thanksgiving. We'll be, yeah, we'll be back the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. I think that's the 28th or 29th or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys can miss us for one week. That's right. We got lives and families too. <laughs> this isn't our full time job, you know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got football to talk about after the commercial break, don't we? Yeah, we got a playoff game. We're gonna wrap it up, discuss it and then start looking towards the future. We would like to thank the Plumlee Real Estate Group. Plumlee Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumlee Real Estate Group. Plumlee Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents, Jodina Plumley, Lindsay Vinson, and Mike Lynn Reese, understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. All right, guys, and we are back from the commercial break. Michael, this last week, we haven't had a chance to really talk about this yet, but we did have a playoff game in Borger Bulldog football. We did. Last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so it's time to discuss that. Let's wrap this up and discuss a little bit about this. So the Borger Bulldogs finished district play in fourth place, and we earned a dance into the tournament this year. Super proud of the boys, mm-hmm. but we had a big game ahead of us last Thursday night at Friendship High School. We faced the Monahan Lobos, who are currently ranked uh, number seven in the state and were the first seed out of their district. Yeah. So I did go to the game. I was able to go. It was a nice little cool rainy night there in Lubbock. Yeah, I was watching it on uh, Monahan's YouTube live stream. Picture quality was pretty good. Vocal quality 
Oh, announcers were announcers were a little bit. They, I mean, they were like the epitome of hometown bias, which is fine. Yeah, like if you and I were going to announce a game for Borger football on the YouTube live stream, we would sure we would obviously be biased, probably. But these guys were ridiculous. They were on another level, man. They were ridiculous. Would you say these guys are sus? They were a little sus. I don't know. They were they were just they were giving shout outs to their cousins and yeah, uh, they weren't bussing. No, they were not bussing. <laughs> I try to throw in these words around my kids and they get so embarrassed because Do I, I don't think I use them the right way. I don't, I don't use them the right way either. Oh, well, who anyway. cares? I'm an yeah. old guy. I can get away with it now. Sure. Well, anyways, the Bulldogs did have a hard-fought battle in the by-district round, and they ended up coming out on the bottom end of this. They did not win this game. Mm -hmm. The Bulldogs struck first on the very first play from scrimmage on a pass to Tyler Brooks, who ran 78 yards down to the one-yard line. I'm walking up to the fence as this is occurring, myself in Brooklyn, and I hear this from the crowd, and I'm going into the fence, and I listen, and I notice, that's not from the Monaghan sideline. Mm, That's mm -hmm. from our sideline. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we walk up into the stands just to see us punching in from the one. So nice. right off the bat, we were there to play. We were going to come. We were going to play hard. Yeah. The the announcer, the Monaghan's announcer said that that's the first time Monaghan's trailed in a football game all season. Hey, there you go so, right there. They weren't used to that. So, hey, yeah. At least we brought it to them a little we bit. We did. Absolutely. Now, I will say from there, they answered back with a touchdown of their own. Mm -hmm. Their quarterback, number eight, um, I forgot his name, Channel, something like that. Four-year starter. Um, he's a senior this year. He has led his team to the regional finals last year. The kid can flat out play some oh, football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Scampered for a 46-yard touchdown and um, answered back with that touchdown of their own. And that was kind of the control. Of, they kind of controlled for the remainder of the game after that. Yeah. You know, we mm -hmm. ended up running into trouble, and they took advantage of it. And so the final score ended up being 64-14. to 14. Monahans wins that game. Mm -hmm. Monahans finished the day with 519 yards of total offense. They had 437 of those yards rushing on the night. We just had a really tough time controlling um, the rushing game of Monahans. Borger struggled to contain uh, mm -hmm. contain their own mistakes. Also, we had three turnovers, two interceptions, one fumble. A lot of a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. You know, we just it, it was a tough night. We were in for a mm -hmm. tough battle. They were a good team. They are definitely the number seven team in the state. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that we fought with everything we had. Uh, our boys didn't give up towards the end. We did make some mistakes, and, and if you're going to play at that level and be consistent at that level and be successful at that level, mm -hmm. you can't make those kind of mistakes. No, no. A lot you of know? it was like just tackling. Yeah. Was, oh, the, there were so many the times. First, there were so many times if, if our first point of contact yes. would have brought the guy down and held on for the tackle, and then the guy would just break loose and go for a big gain. Sure. Know? So you would see the quarter. Um, there's one particular play. Their quarterback is held at a loss. I mean, it looks like he's mm -hmm. going to be sacked. Oh, yeah, yeah, loss. yeah. He's held for a good two and a half seconds and then he breaks away mm -hmm. and goes up the middle for a touchdown. And it's just kind of like, how does that happen? Is this guy Houdini? What, what long, is going how on? How long do you have to hold a guy before the referee is supposed to like, day four progress has been stopped. Sure. Yeah. It's hard to say because really that's subjective with your referee, mm -hmm. especially who your white hat is. They really kind of establish a standard. You'll see sometimes a 
a ball held up for three, four seconds. And then there's times it's, it's a second later, half mm-hmm. second later, and they're blowing the whistle mm-hmm. dead, you know, when they even seems like they're still moving. So right. it's hard to say that's kind of a little bit of a subjective um, decision up to the referee. Yeah. I always told, I always tell the kids, take them down. Don't leave it in the hands of the referee. Mm-hmm. Make the tackle. Well, yeah, you don't want to do that. And I'm that way, saying. it's yeah. definitive. There's no question sure. about what happened or not. That's sure. always the best that way That being said, I didn't think that was... I wasn't watching that play thinking, oh, his forward progress has been sure. stopped. But, you know, if you're holding a guy for two seconds... Sure. It's like... Anyway. And I, but you got to bring him down. you got to bring him down. You know, little, note, little things that I noticed like that is... One thing we've got to get out of the a habit of doing is assuming that someone else is making the tackle. You'll see times where contact is made and then our other guys hold up or stop. Now, that could be because they don't want to get a penalty. They're afraid sure. of getting a late hit. But to some degree, you have to ensure there's nothing wrong with a gang tackle. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with multiple guys tackling to ensure he goes to the ground because then you don't run into those broken kind of plays mm-hmm. where you're just assuming that it's done. Yeah. I mean, that's a message I send my son all the time. Finish the play. Finish the tackle. Don't I don't care if someone else is holding him up. You go and finish the tackle. Yeah. So we can get better at that. That's yeah. a growth area yeah. for us. Um, Borger finishes the season four and seven, doubling the wins from last year and making the playoffs for the first time in several years. So proud of our boys and proud mm-hmm. of everything they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've they showed fight this year. Oh, absolutely, they did. I think they they achieved more than what several people gave them credit for. After coming off of a disappointment from last year, the people in the community that I've spoken to have been like, "We're proud of the effort they gave. We are proud that we are reducing the number of personal fouls that we have. Mm-hmm. We want to be a team of character. We want to yep. be a team that plays hard on the field, yep. not with our mouths, not with our." penalty actions, but with the way that we hit and, and conduct ourselves on the on the field. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they're loving is that the coaches are holding them accountable yeah. whenever they're wrong. They're telling them they're wrong. Sure. That's part of what this game is, is correction. Part of it is learning and, and the character aspect of it. So, you know, job well done to our coaches this season, Dane Hamrick and his staff, mm-hmm. and to the boys and what they yep. accomplished. Yeah, proud of them. You know, we're uh, Monahan's now is going to go on to face Sweetwater in the area round. The rest of the Region 1 games are going to look like this. West Plains will be meeting Graham in the second round. Seminole will face Wichita Falls Hershey, who's on their last leg, because as soon as this year is over, the Wichita Falls teams will consolidate into two schools. Right. There won't be three anymore. So sure. They're trying to hold on for a last title run as Hershey. And then Perryton will have their hands full with Glenn Rose. Okay. It's traditionally a very strong team out of Region 1. So, hey, three of the four teams in our district still going in the area around. Yeah. Pretty tough. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I got. That's all we got for football wrapping up, guys. That's uh, right. I'm looking forward to next year. Me too. You know, we're going to have some good seniors that we are going to lose. I think uh, Sean Wilson coming off the edge just did a fantastic job for us. He's oh, yeah. Very strong, very fast. You know, we'll we'll lose him on the defensive side. We'll lose Lincoln Honaker. Mm-hmm. But we're returning a lot of people there. You know, you got Mason Mangum coming back. Mm-hmm. You got Ryan Yankee, mm-hmm. who's really sniffs the ball out well. Now, I will say this for both of those guys. They're linebackers. They're going to have to get a little meat on their bones. Yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah. if you're listening to this, guys, double cheeseburgers and milkshakes. Yeah, lift some weights. Get, let's get some mass on those <laughs> yeah. bones with it. But then you got Tyler Brooks, who really came into play as a free safety, able to just really see the ball 
mm-hmm. multiple 10 plus tackle games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played so well this year. You return Tyler on the defensive end. We return a lot of defensive players for next season. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. You too. know, on the offensive side, obviously, we're going to have to figure out what happens at the quarterback position. Sure. We'll have some people competing for that. Um, and then the running back position as well. Mm-hmm. You lose Avery and you lose um, KJ. KJ. Yeah. So what are we going to do with that? Now, on the receiving end of it, I think we got some talented receivers coming back, and then we got some talented receivers on the JV level who are going to be competing for starting spots as well. Awesome. So we'll have some holes to fill on the offense, mm-hmm. but as an overall direction of the program, I'm really excited about yeah, the direction too. it's going. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right on. All right. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. Don't forget we're going to be on a break this week. Thank you to our sponsor, uh, Plumley Real Estate Group, and uh, we hope you all have a great and happy Thanksgiving with your family and your friends. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com. It would also be a huge help if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. And make sure you give us a five-star rating as well. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.